Hello everyone and welcome back to your favorite one-stop channel for everything Catholicism, faith as it is. Please do consider subscribing to our channel and turning on that little bell icon right beside it. Do like, share and drop a comment so that the algorithm would push this video up in the search results and so many others would be benefited from this too. Well now without further ado, let's begin this episode with a prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And do not let us fall into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Welcome again, friends, and the discussion for today surrounds an age-old question. Why is there a problem of evil in the world? This question is posed differently by different people. One asks, if God is all good, all loving, all knowing, then why is there suffering and pain in the world? Another person asks the same question in a slightly different manner. Why couldn't God create a perfect world with perfect people and with perfect will? Well, for the record, we are not taking a philosophical take on this question. But for the major part of the video, we'll try to be as plain, as clear and concise as possible. Well, another note before I begin, even if you're not a Catholic, it doesn't matter because this question is universal and would apply to every Christian irrespective of one's denomination. So this video would definitely help you find an answer to this question. Firstly, we'll be answering this question in two parts. So the first part is we'll answer the question, did God create evil? I repeat the question, did God create evil? Well, first we need to understand what exactly do we mean by evil here. If it's moral evil, then the answer is plain and simple. Definitely not. If it's natural evil, then God permits it. Let me break this down for you. Moral evil is what we actually call as evil. So. As soon as we think of evil, the general conception that comes to our mind about something satanic is what we call as moral evil. So in simple words, it is all things of Satan and company. God hates it and he never created it. On the other hand, natural evil is not an evil in the sense we call an evil, but rather are the trials and tribulations that one has to undergo in this world and this God definitely permits. So now that we have the answer to the question did God create evil, one might suddenly quote Isaiah chapter 45 verse 7 and say that in the scripture it is written God has created evil. So let me read that verse for you. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. But the thing is, this particular word evil 
is found in only certain English translations like the King James Version and a couple of versions like that. The verse that I just read now is from the KJV. But let me explain this. The Hebrew words used for peace and evil in this verse are Shalom for peace and Ra for evil. Just R-A, Ra. The word Shalom is a greeting. It literally means peace. It is an informal way of wishing someone well. Prior to this verse, even in the King James Version from which I read the verse right now, Isaiah describes how God is in complete control of the universe. The Israelite suffering is not the result of God being unable to fend off the other evil gods, a belief common among non-Jews of that time. Rather, when the Israelites suffer, the prophet has made it clear that God is aware of their suffering and is directing it toward a good end. Well, the Hebrew word that is translated into English called evil is Ra. And it can indeed mean moral evil, such as in Genesis chapter 2 verse 9. I'll read that for you. It says, The tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And in this sense, it is called moral evil. And the word Ra is used here in that context. However, Ra can also refer to natural evil, such as in Psalm 34, 19. I'll read that verse for you too. Many are the afflictions, that is Ra, of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. So these two verses clearly gives us the distinction between the moral evil which is implied by Ra and natural evil which is also meant by the word Ra. But as far as we are concerned with the verse from Isaiah's chapter 45 verse 7, it definitely doesn't mean a moral evil. Since God is all good, he cannot engage in moral evil because it is impossible for him to act against the good. However, God can cause natural evil because pain can ultimately serve God's good ends or purpose for creation. It definitely would seem clear if we read that entire chapter in context. It basically refers to God creating natural evil. So the bottom line, God didn't create evil, especially moral evil, nor will he, but permits it to serve his purpose, that is, to bring out good from bad. Now we move on to the next part, the second part. One could very well say, awesome, God didn't create evil, then why does he have to permit it? Or in other words, why does evil exist? The first question or the first part that we just answered was, did God create evil? Fine, God didn't create it. Then why does he permit it? Or why does evil exist? Is the second question and that's what we are going to be looking in this second part of the video. I would rather prefer to be silent on this and let the catechism of the Catholic Church answer this. 
So if you're having a copy, grab it and follow it. You can just turn to point number 309 to 314. So 309 from Catechism of the Catholic Church. From here on, I'll be referring it to it as just CCC because Catechism of the Catholic Church is definitely time-consuming. So CCC would be fine. So CCC 309 states, If God the Father Almighty, the Creator of the ordered and good world, cares for all His creatures, why does evil exist? Just a quick pause to this question from CCC and let me talk about why the church refers to the world as good and ordered when it has a lot of evil in it. Simply because the creator is good and the intent of his creation is also good. Therefore, the creation is intrinsically good. Alright, let's continue with the same point. To this question, reading it from the CCC.309, to this question, as pressing as it is unavoidable and as painful as it is mysterious, no quick answer will suffice. Spoiler alert, no quick answer will suffice. Only Christian faith as a whole constitutes the answer to this question. The goodness of creation, the drama of sin, and the patient love of God who comes to meet man by his covenants, the redemptive incarnation of his Son, his gift of the Spirit, his gathering of the Church, the power of the sacraments, and his call to a blessed life to which free creatures are invited to consent in advance, but from which, by a terrible mystery, they can also turn away in advance. There is not a single aspect of the Christian message that is not in part an answer to the question of evil. So basically summing this point up, the Catechism states, the entire Christian faith is an answer to this question, why does evil exist or why does God permit it? The Catechism in the following point, 310, goes on to state or even ask the same question that we just asked. But why did God not create a world so perfect that no evil could exist in it? The CCC answers, with infinite power God could always create something better. But with infinite wisdom and goodness, God freely willed to create a world in a state of journeying towards its ultimate perfection. In God's plan, this process of becoming involves the appearance of certain beings and the disappearance of others. The existence of the more perfect alongside the less perfect, both constructive and destructive forces of nature. With physical good, there exists also physical evil, as long as creation has not reached its perfection. It further goes on to say in 3.11, Angels and men, as intelligent and free creatures, have to journey toward their ultimate destinies by their free choice and preferential love. They can, therefore, go astray. Indeed, they have sinned. Thus, has moral evil, incommensurably more harmful than physical evil, entered the world. God is in no way, directly or indirectly, the cause of moral evil. Notice, people notice. He permits it, however, 
because he respects the freedom of his creatures and mysteriously knows how to derive good from it. St. Augustine says, For Almighty God, because he is supremely good, would never allow any evil whatsoever to exist in his works if he were not so all-powerful and good as to cause good to emerge from evil itself. Let me put this in simple terms for you. St. Augustine simply says, God is all-powerful. It is because he is all-powerful, he lets evil in his creation. Because he who is all-powerful can definitely cause good to emerge from the evil itself. And finally, in 3.12, the CCC goes on to state this. This is very important. Please pay attention. In time, we can discover that God in His almighty providence can bring a good from the consequences of an evil, even a moral evil caused by His creatures. The CCC goes on to remind us of the incident of the Joseph of the Old Testament. Genesis chapter 45 verse 8 and 50th chapter verse 20 both merged together. It was not you, said Joseph to his brothers, who sent me here but God. You meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive. So beautiful. Have you ever thought of this? Probably some of you might, but I've never thought that in this line. The CCC in the same point goes on to remind us of another powerful incident, another terrifying incident, the incident of the Good Friday. From the greatest moral evil ever committed, the rejection and murder of God's only Son caused by the sins of all men, God, by His grace that abounded all the more, brought the greatest of goods, the glorification of Christ and our redemption. Brought the greatest of goods, the glorification of Christ and our redemption. But for all that, evil never becomes good. But God can cause good to emerge from evil, no matter how grave it is. It doesn't matter even if it is a moral evil. We know that in everything God works for good for those who love Him. The church further goes on to say in 3.13, We know that in everything God works for good for those who love Him. The constant witness of the saints confirms this truth. Saint Catherine of Siena said to those who are scandalized and rebel against what happens to them, Everything comes from love. All is ordained for the salvation of men. God does nothing without this goal in mind. Beautiful, beautiful. And St. Thomas More, shortly before his martyrdom, consoled his daughter. Nothing can come but that what God wills. And I make me very sure that whatsoever that be, seem it never so bad in sight, it shall indeed be the best. Another gem from St. Thomas More. And finally, in 3.14, the church tells its final point on this problem of evil. 
we firmly believe that god is master of the world and of its history but the ways of his providence are often unknown to us only at the end when our partial knowledge ceases when we see god face to face will we fully know the ways by which even through the dramas of evil and sin god has guided his creation to that definitive sabbath rest for which he created heaven and earth the church finally simply tells us one thing we do not know the intent of god we do not know the ways of his providence all that we know is there is a definitive sabbath rest God has prepared for us in the afterlife and only then we shall come to know when we see God face to face and friends that's it to sum up christianity is a religion of hope we hope for good things we hope for the word of god to fulfill ever since the creation began God sent his prophets to the world prophesying and the people waited for the prophecies to be fulfilled likewise we too are waiting for the time to see God face to face until then we just know and believe that everything no matter how grave it is it definitely sounds easy when we speak but when it comes to reality when it comes to practicality suppose in cases of losing a loved one it definitely haunts us it definitely takes a toll on our mental health but we can definitely come over it and all that we need to do is pray and walk with Christ and hope that we meet him in the next life that is the eternal life hope and pray that we all make to heaven and see there one day well now that we have reached the end of this episode let us thank god for giving us this opportunity especially if you're watching it till the end if you're reached till here please do consider subscribing liking or even a comment from you would be greatly appreciated well fine let us conclude it with a concluding prayer Merciful Father, we thank you, Lord, for this moment. We thank you. Please bless the listeners who are listening to this through various podcast streaming platforms or the viewers who watch this through YouTube. Lord, bless them and bless their zeal and desire to learn more about you. Lord, help them to glorify you in all that they do and let your will be done in our lives. We surrender ourselves to you, Lord. and mold us into whatever you choose us to be we make this prayer through christ our lord amen thank you all thank you for watching see you all in the next episode until then god bless bye bye